Do you remember last week, the day before the election, I I came before this microphone to remind you, do not put your hope into an election. You're going to be disappointed. Oh, it's crime time again. You're going to need I can see that far away look in your eyes. I can tell is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. So here we are, about a week almost, since the election here in the United States, the midterm elections of 2022. The ones that all these pundits on the television, on the internet, everywhere, were calling for a big red wave, maybe even a tsunami big red tsunami just going to wipe across the face of the United States and we're going to get everything fixed, Bob. You just don't understand. We've got momentum. We've got an inept president. We have the people on our side. We, we can really pull this off. And I warned you, I said, you're putting your hope in the wrong place. You cannot put your hope in things of this earth you're going to be sorely disappointed the power of evil doesn't want to yield back any ground and all we've been seeing in my lifetime is evil taking two and three steps four steps forward sometimes we get one or two hey there have been times we almost got three steps back and last week i reminded you again Too many people were telling me that, Bob, you're not right on this one. You know, it really is going to work out. We're going to win the 2022 midterms. We're going to have the House and we're going to have the Senate of the United States. We're going to put a total stop to the Biden agenda. We're going to fix it. Right now, obviously, it's not going to happen in the Senate. And I can remember my wife looking at me and saying, stop being a prophet. I was telling her before the election, I doubted if we would gain a seat or two in the Senate. And I said, we may be lucky just to come back to where we are. And right now, we're not going to know until December if we are exactly where we were on Election Day with a 50-50 Senate. It may be a 5149 come December. And I don't want to hear this nonsense. Yeah, but see, you know, Herschel will come from behind. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. I think we're going to be seeing a 5149 in the United States Senate. And you only have leadership of the Republican Party that are totally inept, stupid, ignorant fools, rhinos, swamp creatures that run your party. Mitch McConnell comes to mind. A person that should not even be in the United States Senate. He's a liar. He's crooked. He's corrupt. He doesn't fund true conservatives. He likes being the loyal opposition. He has nobody 
to be accountable to when that happens. He gets to play the game, and he does really well at it. What is he, like 80 years old? Do we really need senators that are 86, 84? I mean, come on. We've had senators that have been age 100. And we keep voting them in. So here we are. It's crying time again. And you know, I'm going to come out and say this. Now, I record this program earlier in the day because it has to be distributed in a timely manner. And so I can't tell you what's going to happen late afternoon or into the evening on Monday. I don't know. But I'm going to give you my insight, maybe a few predictions. While it appears mathematically possible that we may see a change in leadership in the U.S. House of Representatives, I'm not even so certain it's 100% a done deal. When you have elections where there have been, oh, I don't know, 80,000 votes, 50,000 votes, 200,000 votes, and margins are under 1,000, under 100 in some cases, I'm supposed to have confidence? Really? Now, I'm going to give you, I'm not going to talk too much about this on the program. I've got some other things we really need to be moving into. We can't change the outcome of the election. It was already predetermined in in some places. And it wasn't by the voters, I believe, in some cases either. Yeah, I'm one of those election deniers. I really do believe there's cheating and has been not just recently, but for decades in some places. And some of the things I call cheating are technically thoroughly legal in the states where they're doing them. And I'll get into that in just a moment. Let me just say this much at the beginning. Republican leaders are campaigning for for public office like this is 1962, 1954, maybe 1982. But they're certainly not campaigning. They're certainly not doing things like they should in the 21st century. I'm surprised we don't have a train pull into a into a siding and have a whistle stop tour as so far behind the times and in in doing things. Remember, the leftist owns Silicon Valley. Up until the election, they own Twitter. They still have Facebook on their side. Google is one of their best friends. And technically speaking, these companies like Twitter and Meta, known as Facebook and Google and Yahoo!, and even DuckDuckGo, remember them? They were going to be the, the place to go to get unbiased search results. Well, that was a lie. All a bunch of baloney. Nonsensical. So they're putting in billions of dollars in free services to the Democrats to start with. So I pointed out to my wife, so many conservatives, they, they live in a bubble. They watch Newsmax, Fox News. Maybe they go to the Washington Times or some other on you know newspaper of record online or even in print. They have their 
their favorite websites they go to, their favorite people they follow. They go to Substack and they're even paying for subscriptions like I do to get a a different take on things. The problem is there are not enough of the conservatives that are doing that. And so we live in this bubble world, talking to each other, believing all the pundits we see on television telling us it's going to be a big red tsunami. And I'm going, no, it is not. I even had some listeners criticize me. A couple of emails saying, you don't even know what you're talking about. It's going to be huge, Bob. You just watch. And was it? Didn't get the Senate. And I'm not, I'm not even 100% certain. If, if Republicans take the House of Representatives, it's not going to be a slam dunk margin. It's going to be tiny. One or two rhino defects and the Democrats still call the shots. All these ideas that the January 6th committee will just disappear, don't count on it. It depends on how many rhinos that hate Trump out there are still around. They can side with a minority of Democrats. Just takes, look, out of 218 Republicans, if that's what we get, that bare majority, it would only take three or four rhinos to side with Democrats. What have you got? You're being played. Our hope is not in politics. And so many good Christians, they don't even go to church anymore. They, but they're, they're going to go to the poll like, like we did back in the 70s. I remember 50 years ago going to, the, uh, to a place in Summit County, Ohio and near Akron to place my first vote. One of those big monstrous voting machines. You went inside and pulled the curtain. And I really believed in my heart that I was doing, doing something marvelous. That I was going to, with my vote, make a huge difference. And I thought that in 1976, 1980, the midterm elections all the way through in 78 and, and 74 and 82. Yeah, I was a pretty reliable voter my entire life. I really was. Only missed a couple of elections, and those were times when I, at the last minute, had to travel unexpectedly the day before an election. Had that happen once in 1984 election, in fact. Couldn't be avoided. An emergency. Had to go. And didn't have time to get an absentee ballot. Wasn't wasn't possible. Another time I had my wife was in the hospital, so I, I, it just never got there, and I never applied. So there are times you do miss. And so we need to understand the playing field has changed in 50 years. It's changed a lot in 100 years. Democrats are using everything in their power, and I will dare say it. I know it's hard to prove it, but instinct says that the empirical evidence is pretty clear that Democrats either cheat or they push the limits as far as they possibly can in terms of of keeping track of their voters, their base, and making sure they can get ballots. 
And some of the things that I may call cheating by today's standards would have been cheating, oh, decades ago, but today they're legal. States allow it. If, if you don't believe me, look at Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Now, I'm not going to talk about the quality of candidate stuff that they've been running around saying about Oz and all this. I'm not even going to go there. But you would think with a horrifically bad economy, rising prices, people like you and I know that the fuel prices are going to go right back up, food prices, it's going to take off again like a rocket. Now that the election is over and they feel they have a mandate, well, they can continue on unabashed. And those are the things we're going to talk about next. But let's look at Pennsylvania and some other places real quick. Yeah, the Republicans showed up on November the 8th on Election Day, and they voted. And they voted overwhelmingly, the Election Day vote, and they voted for Dr. Oz, okay? But see, the Democrats had been harvesting ballots every place they could for the 50-plus days before the election. They were, with all the mail-out ballots, they had teams of people looking for those that had them to make sure they got filled out and make sure that they got mailed in in time to be counted. And so while things looked very promising on election night, all the mail-in ballots that were counted afterward were four to one against Dr. Oz and were four Fetterman. You know, you remember Fetterman? With that, let's get started, Mr. Fetterman. We're going to begin with you. Your political experience includes serving as the mayor of Braddock, a small borough near Pittsburgh, and one term as lieutenant governor. You're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. And so here we are. He's going to the United States Senate. The red wave, it didn't happen in Pennsylvania. There was a white wave of mail-in ballots, four to one. And that pushed him into victory in Pennsylvania. And that process has been repeated in many states where that is permitted. Republicans, conservatives, listen to me carefully. We have to play by the rules we are now given. We cannot pretend this is 1954, 1962, maybe 1974. It isn't anymore. Those days are gone. With the pandemic, we've even made things worse with mail-in ballots. And some states mailing a ballot to every registered voter out there, whether they requested it or not. And realizing that sometimes four or five or eight ballots or more sometimes have been known to arrive at somebody's house in all these other names. These are all live ballots and somebody that knows what they're doing, some, oh, let's call it a third party group. They get their hands on it. They get them filled out and they get to the, well, they put them in the mail or they put them in the drop off boxes. 
And what do conservatives do? They wait to election day. Rain, snow, sleet, national disaster. They wait till election day and they're already behind. Listen, when Fetterman, you know this, when Fetterman did that debate, they didn't want to do a debate because they knew if people knew that in Pennsylvania, they'd be toast. But see, in Pennsylvania, they've been voting for 50, well, at that point, 40 some odd days. And roughly half of the votes were already in boxes, done. Now, something else I want to say. If you're watching the same talking heads trying to explain what went wrong in 2022, these were the same so-called experts that told you there was going to be a big red wave. It could not be stopped. I'm listening to people saying, it's not going to be 54 in the Senate. It's going to be 56, maybe, maybe even 57. I'm looking at that going, whatever you're drinking, whatever you're smoking, put it down. Because that's not how it works. Most polling today to me is garbage. It's nonsensical. People lie. People don't answer their phones. People like me, look, I do not like my cell phone to text me from people I do not know. I do not like getting telephone calls from telemarketers and machinery. And that includes pollsters. I just don't. I value my privacy. I wish these people would go away. Remember, I'm 68, so I've got everybody and their kid brother trying to get me to check into my Medicare options. I'm getting tired of it. And so when you are inundated with this stuff, you don't even bother to answer unknown numbers. If they're important, there'll be a message. If not, I don't worry about it. We live in a different time. And conservatives are still living in another time, another era, another way of doing business. We're not doing... if the law of your state is allowing vote harvesting, then why are conservatives not being proactive to find people with ballots? If you don't do it, you're going to be perpetual and permanent losers. And I'm beginning to think that's what Mitch McConnell would rather be, a loser. He doesn't even support the conservative Look, Alaska, as it was pointed out, was going to have a Republican senator, period. Let the voters of Alaska decide if they want a conservative or just a meaningless rhino. And McConnell supported the meaningless rhino. You know, Democrat light, liberal light, Mikowski. And didn't put a penny into Arizona and other races. I think it's by design. I don't think that Mitch McConnell wanted to be the leader of the Senate. Too much responsibility for an old geezer like him. I'm sorry, I'm just calling it out. And I'm sick and tired of talking heads telling me last Monday, it's going to be a big red wave. You just watch. Zeldin will be the governor. 
They're going to get rid of, you know, Gretchen up in Michigan. And I'm going, I would, I hoped, and I felt it would be wonderful, but I had no confidence, and I told you that a week ago before the election. I don't put my hope in this election. It'll be improperly placed. And so, like I say, we see Fetterman and and many other places where mail-in ballots, they always broke against the red wave. Because those that run Facebook, those that run that ran Twitter, Google, Yahoo, TikTok, Instagram, they were all in to support leftist causes. And so with all the mail in, and in places like Pennsylvania and others where they just go out willy-nilly to everybody, you realize that Republicans, let's put it this way. When you look at the unofficial tallies at the end of the election in Pennsylvania, Oz had 500,000, a half a million more voters on election day than Fetterman did. But Fetterman's mail-in total exceeded 868,000 votes, which was quadruple anything that Oz could have dreamt about getting. The result, the 500,000 vote was evaporated. And before it was all said and done, Fetterman gained 655,000 votes. In other words, we wiped out the 500 and added another, oh, I don't know, 200 and some odd thousand to it. 300 and some odd thousand. So if if you, you have a choice, either the, the laws have got to be changed because the Constitution, by the way, let's be clear, the Constitution leaves the voting process to the state legislatures, not their courts, not their governors, not even their secretaries of state. The legislatures, that's what the Constitution says. So when I go back to Georgia two years ago, what Raffensperger did in Georgia was against the Constitution of the United States, but nobody cares. We're not going back to 2020. We're not going back because the rhinos were happy to get rid of Trump anyway at all costs. They thought they could deal with Biden, and they'll still deal with Biden because they're a bunch of rhinos. They're a bunch of swamp creatures. They don't care. They got theirs. They don't care if you don't. If they need more money for fuel or gasoline or whatever, or or rebates for electric cars, they'll find ways of getting it. Ever notice how many millionaires are created in the House of Representatives and the United States Senate? If you don't believe me, look at Joe Biden, the scrappy little boy from Scranton. He's only worked in government all his life. And he he talks about the year that he worked in the private sector as working for the enemy. Literally, he does. So it must pay pretty good to sell out your country, which is what he is, a traitorous sellout and a liar con artist with a con artist liar of a son 
who's a crackhead, and we're supposed to believe that's Russian disinformation. In other words, let me explain to you something. The deck is stacked, has been stacked, and will continue to be stacked for the days ahead. Now, my wife says, Bob, you're being so, it gets so gloomy, but it's true. And that's why we need to understand the various real battles that we are facing when you have reprobates in charge. And that's what we pretty much have for the most part. And that includes a bunch of rhinos. And then all the talking heads that promised you a red wave or a red tsunami. They were just blowing smoke, as they say. And they get paid. And now, are you going to waste your time listening to Dick Morris explain to you, Mr. The Will, will we get 57 seats in the Senate? Explaining to you what went wrong? I'm not going to waste my time on any of them anymore. They're all paid mouthpieces telling you what you want to hear. Kind of sounds like some churchy stuff there, you know. Gee, heaping upon themselves teachers with their burning ears, hearing what they want to hear. And so you put on Newsmax, you put on Fox, you put them all on, and you hear what you want to hear, but you don't hear reality. And you don't realize you're being snookered every step of the way. We know that cheating goes on. Hard to prove, because I'm not I'm sure they're not going to leave a you know a note. We cheated. Let's go back, what? 2004, pretty positive it was 2004. And Coleman loses in Minnesota to a rank, awful comedian turned talk show host. You remember him? Al Franken. And he was going to lose that night until they found a an automobile that just happened to have some ballots in the trunk. And we're supposed to believe that any old person can get a box of ballots and bring them in in the trunk of their car. They must be counted. And by the slimmest of margins, Al Franken became a United States senator, thoroughly unqualified from the state of Minnesota. Actually, I think Fetterman is more qualified than Al Franken was. And here we are. And you look over the years. Conservatives rallied together in 2010, 12 years ago. I remember it well. And by huge margins, conservatives got the House and they, uh, they even got the Senate. And then we figured come 2012, we'll get the White House this, this is the same thing they were promising us a week ago. You know, we're going to get the we're going to get the House and they're going to get the Senate. And then come 2024, we're going to get the, the White House and it's going to be I'm not even I'm not even I'm not sure I even want to talk about that right now. But you know what I'm telling you? So here we are pawns in a big chess game. And we have the elites letting you believe that you're making a difference in our democracy. <laughs> you're just a pawn. And you have the experts sitting in front of their, you know, Skype or Zoom cameras at home. 
talking to the people on the TV, on the conservative news channels, and little podcasts, telling you about the great red tsunami, the big red wave. That's not even going to be a puddle before it's all said and done. Yeah, there been, there would been some. There's been some good things that happened. Several house seats were turned in New York State, but we lost others. Conservatives lost others elsewhere to offset that. There are races for the United States House of Representatives that will not be decided till later this week. I guess they're trying to find that car in the parking lot with a box of ballots somewhere. It's an illusion, my friend. And we need to to rethink what it is we're doing and where we're putting our efforts. Now, for me, will I continue to vote? Of course I will. I will spend the time doing the research on not just a big election like United States Senate, U.S. House of Representatives, a governor, president, what have you. I mean, I I study the candidates even down to my city and county councils and commissions, issues where the school wants more money or extended tax on your homes and what have you. And I pretty well always vote no on those for one reason, and I don't mind telling you. St. Lucie County, Florida. It is Florida, but the school system is is despicable. They graduate illiterates. And they brag about their graduation rate. It's real easy when you push anybody through that can't that can't even understand who we fought in the Revolutionary War. These people are illiterate when it comes to history, illiterate in mathematics, illiterate in many of their reading and writing skills, and they know how, but all they, they can do Instagram and they can do TikTok and they can watch movies and play video games. And they can't function properly at a McDonald's on a crew. So I don't want to hear about our public education system is another issue in this country. We allowed the leftists to take over education. We've allowed the leftists to take over our new media. We've allowed the leftists to take over our regular media. We're still printing newspapers, man, and running little AM radio stations in small towns that are going bankrupt. While they dominate the internet and streaming. And see, it's not just the CNNs or the MSNBCs. No, it's the subtle message that is in every film, every movie on Amazon, every movie on Netflix and all these places. It is the subtle, never-ending message coupled with a just awful educational system. We are raising a generation of little drones that no longer can think of for themselves. Want to run you back to 2020. Hillary Clinton kept telling Mr. Biden, do not concede no matter what on election night. To this day, she still swears the election wasn't fair in, in, in 2016 and that Trump was an illegitimate president. My theory on that, they, they knew how to play the game with ballot harvesting 
And they knew the places they could look the other way and they'll get some help from outside groups. And they figured on election night, the fix was in. But by the tiniest of margins, Trump won Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia. And Hillary Clinton was fit to be tied, throwing and destroying things in a hotel room in New York. Because she was promised the fix was in. They didn't repeat that mistake in 2020. They they basically hedged all their bets. And we didn't. State state groups and parties and efforts fell short because they're still living like it's 1963 or 62 or 65. Not realizing our lunch is being stolen out from underneath us by Twitter and Facebook and all of it. Republicans are amateurs when it comes to using the new media, period. They still believe in bumper stickers and road and signs as, as their primary and, and television. Let me tell you something. Your TV ad is not going to reach me because I don't watch ABC, NBC, CBS, or Fox Network anymore. I do not watch any of them, period. And I'm in a growing number of people. The total combined audience for ABC, NBC, and CBS's nightly news, about 15, 16 million people in a country of 330 million? What influence do they really have? And it gets worse every year. And that's where the Republicans want to spend millions of dollars in Georgia, buying up TV ads on WAXI TV or WSB TV, whatever. Maybe they'll even buy an ad in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Or maybe the Tacoa record. I mean, they, 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 let's get some more bumper stickers out there. Herschel, Team Herschel. And don't be surprised on December the 6th when Warnock continues on in the United States Senate and it's 51-49. Do not put your trust in princes or the sons of men. That's what the Bible tells us. We need to put our trust into something greater. Now, I'm going to get off my soapbox here. I just wanted you to understand that I don't care about these these bubble-headed morons anymore and all their talking points and all their polls and and we've got it down to a science and it's going to be 57 seats. Here's the pathway. Here's Look at my whiteboard. I got it figured out. I'm done with all of them. They're well-paid buffoons. All of them. They make stuff up to keep you coming back for more and buy my book. Yes, buy my book. They're playing you like a violin. All of these clickbait websites, they play you like a violin. Yes, 
We need your money for the big red tsunami. And you wonder how many of them knew up front that the odds were really never in their favor. A stalemate at best, a slight increase in the house. Before I go to the break, I'll just put it this way. The best we can hope for is that we somehow get to the 218 one-vote majority in the House of Representatives and then hope there's new leadership on the Republican Party in terms of who's going to represent the House. McCarthy, I think, needs to be not in that position. In the United States Senate, when you elect your minority leader, and that's what it's going to probably be, make sure it's not McConnell. Make his life so miserable he goes back to Kentucky. He shafted us one too many times. He's lied to us. He has undermined us and he talks the good game. He's nothing but a swamp creature and he doesn't really care about the conservative movement unless it benefits him politically. He's willing to be the loyal opposition. I'm done with them all. I'll still vote. But we're going to have to make some changes. If we want to see anything get better for even a season in this country, it's not going to happen at the ballot box. Maybe someday it will, but it has to start somewhere else first because it'll never get to the ballot box until we do a couple of things. And that's what I'm going to talk about on the other side of the break. Now I'm going to just come out and say it. Shortwave radio is not inexpensive. I was reading a story the other day. There's a very popular shortwave radio station that has now vanished. It's off the air. WTWW, it's one that I had looked at trying to get airtime, but I never got a call back. They're now shut down. Power bill is really high. And no, you, you not, there's nobody making efficient, solid-state new transmitters that you can afford. And so these stations do their best to keep going day in and day out. And the only way to cover their cost is they have to sell the airtime. That's how it works. And in order for me to be on those stations so those stations can stay on the air, I need your support. And so if you would consider a, a, a gift to this ministry made payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, I would sincerely appreciate it, more than you'll ever know. Now, there are two ways to you can mail the check, Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. Chilhowie means Valley of Many Deer. And I can attest to that. Chilhowie, Virginia. The zip code is 24319. That's 24319. And your gift is appreciated to keep this program going. You can also support us from our website using Give, Send, Go. And our website address is Truth. 
the number two ponder.com truth the number two ponder.com look i know i've gone way over on this but when i come back we're going to really tie this together hi good night everybody this is truth to ponder with bob beerman the beginning of the gospel Shalom Aleichem, this is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. You're receiving a special free gift you're going to get in love in a moment. The beginning of the gospel of Yeshua HaMashiach, or the beginning of the gospel of Jesus the Christ, the Messiah. That's how it starts off in Mark. The beginning of the gospel. Fascinating phrase, the beginning of the gospel. Now, that's understandable, but at the same time, one would expect at the end to say the ending of the gospel or the end of the gospel. But there's nothing in the gospels that said the end of the gospel. The gospel has the beginning of the gospel, but no end of the gospel. Because the gospel begins, but never ends. It begins in our life, but never ends. The good news never ends. It, it, its nature is to keep going, never to end. There's no end to God's blessing, no end to the good news, no end to the blessing of salvation or redemption. What we do ends, but the work of God never ends. There's no end to the joy of God. There's enough good news to last a lifetime and then some, to last an eternity because it doesn't end. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, there's the beginning of the gospel. There's the beginning of good news. The, the good news can begin at any moment in your life and again and again and again, but it will never end. And if there's no end, then it's forever. Then we're still just at the beginning. It's still fresh, just beginning. So if you don't have much good news, you got a, a scarcity of good news in your life, a lot of problems, well, the, the problem is not the problem. The problem is not receiving the good news because you've got more than enough because there is no end. There is the beginning of the good news, but there is never any end. Now, the free gift for you, the mystery of the temple doors. More good news for you. You'll love it. And sapphires with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus, special teachings, uh, updates on Israel, world events and prophecy, and the secrets of strength and victory for every day of your life. So how do you get it? Easy. Just remember, Jesus is real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, I invite you to join me in the Great Commission to bring the gospel back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and all the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. It's amazing. It, it's it's like spreading the gospel. It's like it's like blanketing the earth with the gospel through Shoei Radio. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. It's right to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, keep going, my friend. The good news is there to keep going and have you keep going in the Lord. Shalom, peace be to you, my friend, and Messiah, or Haolam, the light of the world. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Now, if you couldn't understand the words to what you just heard, it essentially is an Irish song that talks about Lord have mercy in our turbulent times. 
And man, do we live in some turbulent times. Welcome back to to part two of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to begin to frame a few things for this week and in the weeks to come. We can look back all we want in the rearview mirror of the election that just passed. And yeah, we need to probably do a little analysis on how did people of the conservative persuasion get snookered again in many places. In some states like Arizona, the DAC is stacked. Stacked against you. Same in Pennsylvania, New York. All these places, the only shining light is pretty much Florida, where they made it more difficult to cheat. You didn't have endless, endless, endless early voting and mail-in balloting. Dates were pretty well set in stone. And you had more than ample ways to participate. Notice, one of the most populated states had everything done in five hours on election night. How many states are still counting ballots, like in California, in small counties? Why is that? Cheating, maybe. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm done with that for today. We need to understand that these elections are important to the left to keep control because they're globalist. They don't care about you, your family, or your freedom. If they say they do, they're lying to you. Even some conservative, some so-called conservatives are lying to you. Power, political power, government power is almost like a heroin addiction to some of these people. They got to get a fix. They can't, they can't give it up. That's why Mitch McConnell still in the is still wanting to be a senator at his age. He should be home with the grandkids. He should be out of DC. Strom Thurmond should have been out when he was in his 70s, not 100, heading to the nursing home. This is ridiculous. But then again, I think there's a very evil culture that permeates Washington, D.C. Some of the most despicable, some of the most horrific, horrible people, reprobates, servants of Antichrist, run Washington, D.C. and our nation today. They want you to believe that killing children in the womb is a wonderful thing that God loves and blesses. And that you're doing something good for the economy when you do. That's Moloch worship. You know, people laugh at me when I say we are in a spiritual battle, not a political battle. We are in a spiritual battle, not a social battle. We are in a spiritual battle, not a, not a broken family battle. All of those things are signs of the spiritual decay. And this is what people are missing here. We're trying to fix a symptom and never getting to the root disease. Let me just give you an example. And I I shared this last week. And for those that don't hear the program every day. I'm dealing with a health issue right now, and thankfully, it appears that I'll be the victor on this one this time around. And But if all I treated was a symptom and not the root cause, 
the disease that I have would progress to be fatal. I'm just telling you. God is being very good to me. I'm going to be given a, quite a bit of time. God willing, it looks like it's going to be very good. But if I simply ignored it or tried to self-treat and never got to the root cause, ultimately it would have killed me if I'd let this go. In case you're wondering, it's bladder cancer, but thankfully it's non-intrusive. It is stage zero, so it's treatable. But if I didn't treat it, if there hadn't been a symptom that was noticeable that made me get the proper attention in time, it would have become stage one, three, five, and dead. Like any cancer. So here we are. We have a spiritual cancer in this country, in this world, really. And what's really a scary thought, and I want you to think about this for a minute. This is a frightening thought. The United States is the last firewall in the Western world. I mean, forget Europe, forget England, United Kingdom, forget Canada, forget Australia, forget New Zealand, even with names like Christchurch, New Zealand. They have become reprobate nations of antichrist servants. They have. That's where the majority lies. And we're not far behind in this nation. And those that hate your soul, want your children confused, groomed, and what have you, are actually thrilled that many conservative Americans have lost faith in the election process and have given up and just walked away. See, a lot of people, and I know many of them, firmly believe, totally believe, their vote doesn't count anymore. So why bother? If you want to understand where we are, I want you to listen to the UN Secretary General talk about their now-ending climate change conference you know, the one that Biden went to. And listen carefully to what he says. This UN climate conference is a reminder that the answer is in our hands. And the clock is ticking. We are in the fight of our lives and we are losing. Greenhouse gas emissions keep growing. Global temperatures keep rising. And our planet is fast approaching tipping points that will make climate chaos irreversible. We are on a highway to climate hell with our foot still on the accelerator. Now let's go through everything that he just said and put this into, shall we say, reality. Everything he just told you is an out and out lie. Every bit of it, 100%. It's just like, Goebbels in World War II tell a big lie loud enough and long enough and sooner or later it becomes truth in some people's minds. They've been doing it for 50 years in the school system. You've got, I can remember back when Al Gore came out with his just completely bananas movie and book Inconvenient Truth all of the, all these predictions he made in that have never come true. 
there are some predictions yet to come true because they're 50 years from now. We, they couldn't get it right for the first five or 10 years. Why am I going to believe you for the next 30, 40, or 50? It's all a bunch of nonsense. You know, everything with the pandemic, so much of it, and we'll talk about this too soon. So much of the pandemic lockdowns were to see how far you can go when people are living in fear. Will they give up their business, their savings account, lose everything, stay home? Wear a face mask, even though we know they don't work. It just proves who is gullible and who is not. Let me put it to you this way. We are living not so much in a climate hell, but just hell on earth because of these reprobates that are in charge, including at the United Nations. They want your money. They want you under a one world government. The Bible says so. You get people like Al Gore, Greta Thunberg, remember her? You've stolen my childhood, the United Nations, World Economic Forum, corporate media like, you know, Meta. Meta Meta stands to make a fortune on climate change. You want to know how Zuckerberg makes money? Well, it's just too deadly to the climate for you to drive to work. Stay home and put on your virtual goggles and come to work in the virtual meta world. And I will make more billions of dollars and control all the input to your eyes and your ears and your brain. School teachers, professors, government leaders, All of these people are following this 2030 climate change narrative, which is nothing but destroy your governments, go one world authoritarian. What contributes to the temperature on the earth? The sun. When you look at the energy of the sun and how the slightest deviation in the energy of the sun dramatically affects the climate on this planet. CO2, we we were told CO2 and carbon are, are deadly. Carbon is deadly? We are a carbon based planet. You, my friend, and I are carbon-based life forms, and you didn't need Star Trek in 1965 to tell you that. Gene Roddenberry figured that one out from a ninth grade science textbook. Plant life, carbon-based. And so carbon is the enemy. That means human beings are the enemy. You are the enemy. You breathe oxygen. You eat food. And you exhale CO2. You're destroying the planet. Well, the plants thank you for the CO2 you're exhaling because they like to breathe too. I mean, this is... We have kids that have been brainwashed. They can't even think. Carbon dioxide isn't warming the earth. It is nothing but a byproduct of the ocean, which has been warmed by the sun. This is, we have thrown away real science. If you don't believe that we are throwing away real science, look no further than Mr. Science himself during the pandemic. Dr. Anthony, I lie to make money, Fauci. 
We need a trial for that man. All the things that they did across this world is a crime against humanity. And they still double down. Climate change is nothing more than controlling the population. Eventually, we have to lower the population. Remember the Georgia Guidestones? Don't hear much about them anymore. But one of the tenets of the Georgia Guidestones was the population of the Earth cannot exceed 500 million. That means 12 out of every 13 of us needs to be eliminated for this Earth to not have a global warming crisis or a global heating or catching on fire crisis. This entire climate change narrative is all about control. All of this silliness in California, sorry, I know I've got listeners there, about your electric cars. No more gasoline or diesel in California in 2035. That's only like, oh, I don't know, 12, a little over 12 years away. We don't have the time to build the infrastructure needed with wind and solar and renewables to power those vehicles in California, let alone the entire United States. So what does it really mean? It means that you and I will eventually find out we can't travel as far as we used to unless it's on public transportation. In other words, they're going to restrict movement. They would love for us all to be in our little hutches, in our big cities with our metaverse, you know, goggles and, and earbuds and iPhones and tablets, pretending that we're in the real world as we slowly die away. It is a spiritual battle the demons of hell want you dead and destroyed and join with them in their hell. And this is where I'm going to pick up tomorrow. We're going to look at all of these things used to control and place fear into our populace to make us compliant. Now, do you believe in the work that we're doing here? We really need your financial support. You can support us from our website. There are ways to do it from there, truth2ponder.com, or make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio. The mailing, the mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. And we are in the city of Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. The zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. That is 24319. 24319. And we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.